hop Mistletoe hung where you can see Every couple tries to stop Rocking around the Christmas tree Let the Christmas spirit ring And what up fam, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays And welcome to another episode of the Pop Culture Collective It's me, it's me, it's JCB And I am here with my two goodest of good brothers For this holiday spectacular Introducing first the resident tall, dark and handsome Doc Haas Doc, Merry Christmas brother, how the hell are you? I'm good man, Uh, just kind of hanging out over here Uh Watching some early morning uh, English football. Just redid the room. As you can see, the shelf is actually clean now. Nice. Uh, I actually have it like it looks like a display, and it doesn't look like uh, bombing off back there. It only took about 10 months of quarantine and Zoom meetings for me to actually give a fuck and do this. But, uh, <laughs> and I did, I committed a, I told you there's collectors around the world that are just in tears right now because, as you can see, I took a pop out of its box. Oh, man. Did you oh, save the Bo's, box? Bo's your, did you see, see Bo's face? He was like... Dude, every, <laughs> like literally every one of my pops are still in their boxes. Well, I never plan on selling them. I, I don't get things to hold on and sell. I get things because I like them and I want to keep them. That's fine. That's, that's what I buy. I don't, I'm, I'm not like a... This is not, this is not part of my thing. So, I was like, I'm taking these out of the box because I'd rather look at Saquon like this than around a big, giant, bulky plastic box. It looks nicer. It looks cleaner. Mm-hmm. And uh, collectors who are crying right now... Off, as long as you keep like the it. box, as long as you keep the box, bro. I don't even know if I kept the box. There's a good chance I didn't. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> what am I well, gonna do? I, I'm trying to get rid of clutter. It's clutter. What do I want an empty fucking box for? <laughs> well, we will definitely get into some more gets and Funko Pops and toys. But first, <laughs> let's let's I think introduce I just off everybody in our whole podcasting network. <laughs> Let's introduce our third man who is pointing at his wall of Funko Pops that are still in their boxes. They're so much easier to stack. <laughs> I don't want to stack them. I want to put them on the <laughs> shelf and make them look like they're actual things. I got this Saquon. Oh, man. And I got this Drogon here. There's a big boy right here. Oh, I might man. just do what I throw, like, like five bucks down. Oh, man. Look at that. Could you imagine if that was the Chase Chrome uh, one and he took it out of the box? Oh, bonus? man. The what what? The so it's the chrome, the chrome one, and the, the the chase variants. I don't know what that means. Oh man, they're they're rare variants that. Never mind. Uh, I'm not getting into this. Anyway, that other voice you hear is the second half of the bald and the beautiful. It's given up for the host of Getting Grilled, John Grill. John, happy Hanukkah and happy Thanks. holidays to you. Thank you. I celebrate Christmas too. Oh, I know, but uh, you know, since you are the resident Jew, I wanted to make sure I gave you Thanks. a shout out for the Hanukkah. I mean, I I never did. I never did because, uh, you know, until I was engaged to my Shiksa goddess. The The what goddess? Shiksa goddess. Bless you. (laughs) That is a woman (laughs) of, uh, a woman not of the tribe. Ah, okay. Never heard of that. Derogatory until this musical called The Last Five Years came out, and there was a song called Shiksa Goddess because the woman he was in love with was not Jewish. Interesting. So So now, so so it's like one of the words that has changed definition it's like yid he's a yeah it's like yid yeah, yeah good, good. we need to inform the rest of like the world that it's it's okay for tottenham supporters to call their players yids yeah 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 i didn't know i didn't what for time about, what makes yid or yiddo offensive because isn't it just I, like so, someone who speaks yiddish no so so is the story i have the story i have is that 
and it actually goes back to Tottenham, is that, you know, they are in, you know, they're in North London. That's a pretty Jewish area of London. And of course, uh, the English are notoriously anti-Semitic. There are a lot of famous Englishmen that are very anti-Semitic. Uh, Roger Waters comes to mind. Elvis Costello comes to mind. But, um, uh, you know, they blocked the boat of Jews during World War II from coming, like leaving Germany. But uh, um, I, I think it was just used by by the English as a derogatory term. But the the Hotspurs, you know, their their fan base was mostly Jewish, so they started calling themselves the Yids, and um, they turned it into like a positive thing. Now so- that. I might be getting that story a little wrong. Is there, but there's no deeper meaning to the term "yiddo" or "yid." Like, be, like, like take take football out of it. I don't think so. No, I, I think it was just a derogatory term in England. Like, oh, it's fucking yids. Um, oh, okay. But I can, I, you know what? I, I'm going to look into that because I'm actually very interested to know. Um, I do have some friends over there, and you know who actually told me that story? Our friend Zach. So I'm going to ask him again. Okay. Um, the one who got us into the Tottenham. Yeah. Okay. Uh-oh. Fair enough. Fair enough. Bones, I'm sorry. We, we got off track. What were you no, asking no. me? No, no. Cool. Don't, we're, cult- we're talking culture. Yeah, here. this is culture. This is history right now. We are. You're solving the world's problems. We are opening up uh, the show a with, them, with a history lesson yeah. for all of our listeners. There are so many problems. Especially but guys, I'm wearing my, my throwback Tottenham mm-hmm. kit right now. But guys, we do have a few topics that we said we want to talk about today. Let's open up with oh. uh, some recent news. Uh, some honestly, some breaking news in the past twelve to sixteen Heart, hours. Heartbreaking news. news. Heartbreaking Heart news. news. Yeah, awful. News. Um, so it's Sunday. You know what that means. Ugh. Unfortunately, it's Sunday, December twenty seventh of twenty twenty, and we are here to talk about the passing of the late great John Uber, otherwise known as Mister Brody Lee of AEW fame or Luke Harper of WWE fame. Forty one years old, uh, just suddenly passed. We always say, you know, especially in wrestling or anyone who passes, gone too soon. This is a man who really was gone way too soon. He was, he was just getting there, man. He was just re- the re- he was there. Re- he was yeah. in the best role of his career. He was, yeah. he was, he was, he was at the peak of his of his career. With undoubtedly, was. yeah, and 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 his last match is probably one of the most classic matches oh that will God. go down in history. Uh, in in the the strap match. Or I'm sorry, the dog collar match with uh, with Cody Rhodes for the TNT Championship. Um, it's really unfortunate and sad, uh, Johnny. I know you said you got a little more information on uh, on the passing. Now we did find out his wife tweeted that it was not COVID related. Uh, looks like he has some kind of lung issues, Johnny. What were some of the other uh, reports that you have? So seen? actually, in her post, I, I, maybe some people missed this if they don't know, but you know, she she thanks the staff at the Mayo Clinic. Uh, the Mayo Clinic is a, is a world famous hospital in Minnesota. Um, Shout out to my uncle Rob, who actually works there. Um, you know, you have like top hospitals in the world, and Mayo Clinic is perpetually like in in, in the top three, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so for him to be there, it it had to be something serious. I, I'm I'm speculating here. I have no idea, but you know, if if he was there because he lives in upstate New York, and there are some great hospitals in upstate New York, even in the city too, uh, like Mount Sinai and stuff like that, um, it had to be something serious. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not sure, you know, they, they do, as Doc and I were talking about before, they do do a lot of, do do, sorry. Uh, they do a lot of, uh, cancer rehabilitation. I'm again, speculating. I'm not, I, who knows if it was that or not, you know, but. That's gotta be crazy. It was cause he was just, 
working, you know, how unless it was like, you know, it had to be something aggressive. I don't know. Or he got, he got hurt. And, and you know wrestling and it was, or something yeah it could yeah. have been a complication from that because we've seen that before um you know where an injury turns into something worse but um blood clot it could have been yeah it's just like super that. sad if you think like the, the yeah. man uh, i'm sorry i'm gonna go on a diatribe for a second like the man i was just i don't know if you guys listen to aw unrestricted with aubrey and um and tony shivani it's a great podcast and it's just it, it's really really Matter of fact, interviews with AEW staff and talent. And I just listened to the one with um, John Silver and Al- Alex Reynolds, mm-hmm. who I, I love them. I, I mean, John Silver is my spirit animal. And Alex <laughs> Reynolds is just such a good worker. But, you know, Alex Reynolds and, and was talking about the vignette they did with the stakes. Do you remember that? It was the one where yeah. they were kind of making, making fun of Vince McMahon. But... That was it. Was right when, when John Huber uh, debuted as Mr. Brody Lee, right? And they were just establishing his character. And I'm watching this. I watched it like three times. Like, holy fuck! Like again, this man, his his talent wasn't used in in the other company, or it was just not in the right way. Because his run in WWE was amazing. Hey, if you look yeah. at like, if you look at like, act like, like hard list accolades he had a pretty successful run in wwe he was in a five-star match mm-hmm. he was a multiple-time tag team champion uh, intercontinental um, champion intercontinental kind of champion yeah wyatt family the wyatt yeah, family the wyatt yeah. family and and we can and his ic title run is very uh very very much slept on like he had some great matches at tlc against dolph ziggler he put on yeah. great matches against ambrose yeah uh you know he had some really good matches but that was his short little singles run but again, he was underutilized, but he really reinvented, he re-reinvented the Brody Lee character when he got to AEW. And, you know, yep. Doc, you said, man, that that was the, that could have been the pinnacle of his career. He was definitely going places. I could have seen him as the next, one of the next AEW. He was going to be, so, he was so going like, to be AEW champion. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I think there was definitely a world title reign in his future. Um you know, I only really know of Brody Lee, you know, starting as in, in WWE with the Wyatt family. So that's like the beginning of my knowledge. I don't really know. I just know he was great on the independent circuits before, mm-hmm. and he's well regarded. That's all I knew. I never saw truck driver like Brody that. Lee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, never saw any matches like that. I just knew he was really highly thought of in that among indie wrestling fans. So obviously, we know with WWE, the misuse, how he never had a proper run as a singles wrestler, this, that, the other thing, too gimmicky of a character, blah, blah, blah. But he lead it himself. Now, it's just a, it was almost like the first time I was really getting to see uh, um, John Hubert's finest, you know, right. as Brody Liz. Okay, this is what this man's supposed to be bringing to the table for professional wrestling. And, it's, it's it's stunning, it's stunning. Yeah, that, you know, you know, it's just going to be a what if now, and you think about all the great what ifs in the history of not just wrestling and, and eternity of all things, and this is definitely going to be up there, and the wrestling world is definitely going to be one of the greatest what ifs now, right up there. I mean, this reminds me almost like in a way of. Of when Owen Hart died. Oh my not God, so that's much, exactly what I was going to say. Not so much the actual. Oh my death, God, but like the outpouring of emotion mm-hmm. that what people are saying yes. about him, right? And where he was in his career, just like just about there. Another two, three years, he probably was going to be 
right there at the top the of the AEW. Dan, I put yeah. my finger up because I swear to God, that's what I was going to say. This reminds me of Owen yeah. Hart. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and just what people are saying about him, you know, how much of a family man he was, you know, how much of it was like, you couldn't, you don't know who he really was because you only know the, we all know who he really was because we only know the character. So, because he it, stuck it, to kayfabe and it was important to him. And, and we didn't, you know, it was, it's just like, it's almost like makes it even extra stunning because we didn't know how good of a man he was, you know, until just now after his death. There's a glimpse of that. I didn't. There's a glimpse of that though on the WWE network. I think I think Bones, you're about to say this. Well, someone yes. put it on Instagram. But also the one about the figures and stuff. You have to listen to to his interviews on Busted Open with Sam Roberts on uh, Chris Jericho's podcast. Every time I ever heard the man John Huber, whether he was Luke Harper or Brody Lee, have an interview on a podcast, you really got to see the real him. You know. If you look at all, all the tweets and the posts about his death, everyone is saying the same thing about him. His legacy is that he was a family man. This dude loved his wife and loved his, I think it's his one son. I'm not sure if he has uh, more He's than got one. He's got two. two. Two sons? Yeah. I believe, yeah, so his two sons. Very much a family man. He always talks about his family on a lot of the interviews that I've heard of him. Um, and that's what everyone is saying in their posts, too. So you want to talk about a legacy his legacy is a family man, and that's the unfortunate part. He's so young, and he's leaving behind his family. You know, it so, makes it so much more heartbreaking. I'm trying to find a clip here, but basically, there's there's this clip, and I, I think it's from like WWE 24, or like one of those like backstage things that they do. But like, hmm. it was like you know, I buy all my figures, I I I, I do all this, I, I I record all my matches, and I, I do it for my son. You know, one day, you know, be like, hey, like, this is my legacy, and you know. Mm-hmm. And, and crazy enough, I, I think the most heartbreaking thing other than that, like, he just loved his kids and he loved his wife. Yeah. Is that he just, I don't know. He's a family behind He's it. a family man. And the other thing yeah. is, I don't know if you guys saw, yeah. and I, I put it in our chat, Bray Wyatt's post. Did you guys read I, it? I didn't see yeah. it, no, on Instagram. Right, I, I, took, I, took a, I took a look at it. I took a look I'm going to, I, I, I would like to read it. Verbatim, if you guys don't mind. Um, you may. Um, let me just pull it up, uh, dude. Chris Jericho just posted this beautiful photo of them. Like, I know it's a little hard to find, but um, here, let me let me get it real quick. Yeah, and every time I go on like Instagram, I usually go on Instagram, you know, once twice a day. And every, every time I've gone on, it seems like there's just been nothing but more great things said about me. I said the biggest tragedy is just the family leaves behind. There's no doubt about it. All right, here we go. You were my best friend, my brother, my partner, my Terry Gordy. Ooh. Ooh. We changed his whole game because we refused to do it in any way but our way. We were always at our best when we were a team, and I think we both knew it. We fought like brothers because we were. I'm so goddamn pissed. This isn't how it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be us, fat, bald, and useless, running white family spots in high school gyms in our 70s. Where do we go now? <laughs> I, I know. That's, it at. that's pretty that's funny. Awesome. Where do we go now? What do I do knowing I'll never hear your condescending sarcasm as I'm riding high? I miss you so fucking much already. I would do anything just to live through our worst moments again. I can't believe you're gone. I'm so sorry, brother. I'm so sorry. You'll always be a part of me, whether I like it or not. Without you, without you, everything is different. And I hope Amanda truly knows that I'm here for her. I am here. Sorry. I'm here not just to say it, but because I love them, too. This is the part that got me. I will make sure your son knows that. Oh man, I can't even say it. I make sure your son knows the incredible man you were. 
not the legends people will tell, but the real you that very few people got to see. Here's the part. Ready? I promise I'll put him over clean in dark matches when he's old enough, just like I promised. <laughs> I'm hurting so oh, bad. <laughs> I wish I had a chance to say goodbye. But then again, it's Saturday, and you know what that means. Mm-hmm. Save me a seat next to you when it, wherever you are. That's where I belong. I'll be there when it's my time. Goodbye forever, Brody. I love you. Wind, signed, Wyndham. Wyndham Rotunda. It, it's so It's so sad and so sudden. I mean... People will say it just adds one more one more notch in the belt of 2020 and how shitty this year has been. Uh, it's really unfortunate, but, you know, in the meantime, l- look back at Brody Lee's legacy in the world of wrestling. Go back and watch some of his great matches uh, on the indies. He had some great matches against Claudio Castagnoli, otherwise known as Cesaro. Cesaro, yeah. Again, go back to watch his uh, WWE matches, The Shield versus The Wyatt Family. The Usos versus the Bludgeon Brothers, uh, the IC title match between him and Dolph Ziggler uh, at TLC in the latter match. He had some fantastic matches. Go back and watch his dog collar match against Cody, his TNT match against uh, Orange Cassidy. These are just a list of some of his great matches and the legacy he's left behind the world of wrestling. So on behalf of all of us at the Pop Culture Collective and the Fourth Wall Pop Network, Rest in peace, Brody Lee. All of our condolences to John Uber's family. And thank you, Brody Lee. Uh, and join Dark Order. Hashtag join Dark Order. If you're not a part of Dark Order, join you Dark better Order be. now. Yeah, you better be. I think we're all. I think, we're all, I think we've all joined for. I think for, we've all joined. Dude, I, I got to tell you, yeah. Anna J too. Anna J's one is, is, heart, is heartbreaking. I don't even want to yeah. go into it, but. Yeah, and I'm sure we're going to keep seeing it. Again, this guy left a, uh, an amazing legacy, and he left an impact on people's lives. Yeah. Do you I'm think sure they we'll stopped? A lot of it. I'm sure we'll see a lot of it on Dynamite this week, too. Do you I'm think sure. they Do you think they dissolved the Dark Order now? I don't know. It's hard to say. I think they'll be... Uh... No, I don't think they'll do that. I think they'll just... I, I think there's definitely going to be a pause on it for a bit. Maybe they're off TV for a bit. Right. While they kind of resettle, you know. I'm sure it'll all be on this week, you know. I, they're gonna be on this week out of character. I think know? everyone is, and I, you know, I gotta tell you, I yeah. think Don't WWE, AEW is gonna do it, and I think WWE might do it too. I and don't you, know if they'll do a tribute show. WWE, they'll, they'll because, have something in the beginning. But they'll definitely they'll have, have something. Then yeah, they'll make yeah. something. Production will make something for him. But AEW, I think, I wouldn't be surprised to see a full-on proper yeah. tribute show this one. And one thing that I thought was pretty cool too was AEW was was uh, retweeting and sharing WWE's post, yeah. and WWE was retweeting and sharing AEW's post. Oh no way! Over. Yeah, Were they I really? thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I think I think Tony Khan and and I don't know about Vince, but Triple H are, are in contact a lot. They're, they're all businessmen. Yeah, you know, it's all business. Well, I mean, even what, but even when Cody so. when Cody left, the Vince he left on he left, he left on good Vince, terms. Vince yeah. told him like. You need any advice? You know, I'm always here type stuff, you know. I just mean the... I think Vince um, knows deep down inside that the competition is good for the business. Oh, yeah. I think it's absolutely good for the business. And I think, like, the whole behind the scenes is all business. Like, people think it's, like, this big feud and they hate each other, but it's all business. I mean, they're all humans. Right. So, I mean, when it comes to something like this, unfortunately, yes, they're all going to be on the same page. They're all going to be there for each other. Of course, yeah. Although, I got to tell you, Dr. Callis in the past two weeks has been... The, the whole the whole telling Josh Matthews to go back to Connecticut, you stooge. Yes, you stooge. <laughs> go back to Stanford, you stooge. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, go back to Stanford, you stooge. Love it. 
I love that. Oh, I've, I've, I've been watching Dynamite a little more recently, and he's been one of my favorite parts on it. Yeah, he's been good on Impact yeah. too. He's been right really on, good yeah. on Impact. Well, sorry. L- l- let's let's change the topic. Let's let's get into some more uplifting stuff. Doc, there's something that you have really wanted to talk to someone about over the past week or so. Last night, I finally finished Mandalorian season finale of season two. Um, oh, le- I need to bring my my oversized Mandalorian bobblehead Funko Pop. Nice, nice. That, nice, that was nice, purchased nice. mistakenly because the person who bought this, my fiance Amanda thought she was going to be a regular Funko Pop. When it showed up, she was like, what the hell is this big box? She didn't realize it was going to be about almost three feet tall and a bobblehead. <laughs> but it is friggin' awesome. But you know what I did after I after I finished the season finale of Mandal- Mandalorian last night? I started watching Phantom Menace. I went back and oh, I'm like, why, why would you go and ruin yeah, Star Wars you, for yourself? Well, no, yeah, no, why would you no, watch Phantom Menace? Like, no, you know what I did? I watched like at least I watched even I. I mean, I can't do. I watched episode nine. Well, hold on. I went back to Phantom Menace because I'm going to chronologically for the first time ever watch all the current movies that are out. Ah, see, but there's oh, more there. Jo- oh, so, I know. There's a lot of interweaving. Jess, 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 Jess and I are going to start started that binge. Mm-hmm. Nice. From Clone Wars, Bones, you yeah. could have started that binge for with about like with about like a half an hour, forty five minutes left in episode two. You could just start there. Start, yeah, I know, I know. Episode one is kind of ad, but I, but I still want to see how now that I've gotten back into it and finally watched <laughs> watched the Rise of Skywalker and gotten to Mandalorian. I want to see a lot of the interweaving storylines that I never noticed or picked up the first time around. So Mandalorian, I think, ties very much with Clone Wars a lot, mm-hmm. and I haven't watched all the Clone Wars. TV, right. TV things. So apparently, you have to watch Clone Wars and Rebels. You were doing. Yes, oh, yeah. Rebel ones. I yeah, have to watch. Yeah, apparently, I was actually thinking. I was actually thinking about doing a little binge on Clone Wars too well, and trying to watch the show. A couple of the characters are from in Mandalorian are from Clone Wars. Right. So really, yeah, I know. I've, I've watched some episodes. I've watched a Clone Wars movie, so I know like uh, like Ahsoka Tano and yep. and some of those mm-hmm. other some of the other characters. She was a is badass Moff dude. From, is Moff Gideon from Clone Wars? Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. I thought he was, okay. Okay. Yes. But so, anyways, back but to Mandalorian. Ma- Mandalorian, I mean, holy shit. <laughs> fucking, should, should I say it? Should I, I say mean, it? I mean, everyone oh, knows yeah, by yeah, now. Yeah, it's, a it's, it's young too, yeah. Mark Hamill shows up on Woo! my TV screen in 2020. I thought I freaking went back in time. An actual Mark Hamill. An actual Mark Hamill. I was like, holy shit, Luke fucking Skywalker. Because I kept saying to Amanda, I was like, Amanda, who has a green lightsaber? Who has, who has a green, has a green lightsaber? I know, and I was like, because I didn't oh. think that we were going to see Luke. I, X-wing again, fighter. Oh, I dude, know. the X-wing fighter showed up. I was like, holy shit, that's Luke Skywalker coming to get Idiota. <laughs> see, I, I didn't realize that this that Mandalorian falls after Re- Return of the Jedi. So yeah, Mark right Hamill or Luke Skywalker is still alive at this point. So mm-hmm. that's that fucking blew my mind. Yeah. So this happens in between six and seven. Right. Technically, it might be after. It might be seven, eight. No, no, it's no, it's six and seven. It's six and seven. That's right. Be, that's right. Because in episode Empire, seven, in episode seven, he says he lost. He he goes. He's retreated because he uh, had an issue with the Jedi. Right. But now he's, he's also old in episode seven. Right. Now you guys watched until after the credits, right? Of course. And you yes. saw that cut so, scene where, where they introduced the the book of Boba Fett, which is the next series. Oh my god. 
I was more intrigued to learn that Double Titty Head took over for Put a Hut. Yeah. Um, wait, what the hell is that guy's name? Double Titty Head. Flip Kaluba or something like that. Bib Fortuna. Bib Fortuna. There we go. And it's funny because that dude has been around since episode one. Yeah. Since Phantom Menace, that dude. So he's actually probably one of the longest lived characters in the goddamn story. And we didn't even know he was around. Not anymore. Fucking not anymore. (laughs) Yeah. For about two minutes, we're like, oh, he took over for job. And then up, I guess not. He's dead now. So can we talk about Ming Yao Wen, by the way? Ming Yao Wen. Is that is that Fennec? Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. She was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. She's she's Agent May, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But now, yeah, now can you guys stuff. explain that to me? I didn't, I didn't understand that cut scene at the end with Boba Fett and and Fennec he's taking over Tatooine. Yeah, he's taking over the Tatooine crime syndicate, the job program, and that's what his show's going to be on, I guess. He okay. Runs the, I, they just that's basically just added to canon, like that just kind of rewrote the canon a little bit. Okay. No, I think there's kind of books pretty, on it. Bo- oh, is there books on it? I think there's books. Okay, on it. because I have to in, ask the master of the Star Wars books. Because in in Empire in the Empire Strikes Back was Boba Fett in that position where there was no more job of the hut? I don't again. It's been so long since I've no, seen those no, movies. No, no, because you after every Return of the Jedi, common knowledge was that Bo, if you don't read the books, that Boba Fett was dead after Return <laughs> nope. of the Jedi. He just lost his armor. Right. Yeah, he didn't. He okay. Didn't, yeah, he's not. He wasn't. Yeah. That's right. Wow. Right, because you think he doesn't he fall? Doesn't it assume that he falls into the Snarlack pit? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Man. Let me be sure I don't get all my facts crossed there. But yeah, so just him being back in like the actual story is awesome. And you know, and also, wait, such, real quick, he's such a badass character. I and called that. Jess was Jess was like, no, it's not Boba Fett. As soon as he says, I want my armor back, and you remember back that Boba Fett's armor was on the um, was on the ra- razor wing, razor, razor whatever, razor crest, razor crest, razor like, crest. That's Boba Fett. Yeah, that's fucking Boba Fett. Yeah. But now, so now isn't it uh, isn't it ironic how like within the past two weeks another famous actor passed the original Boba Fett? It's very yeah. very ironic. We just see the return of Boba Fett to, to a Star Wars right. uh, film, and the original Boba Fett passes away. Uh, I, I don't have his name in front of me. I, I apologize for that. But um, the, w- wow, I love how Mandalorian itself just really tied so much together, dude. Legit, and, it's the best thing Star Wars has done since the original yeah. trilogy. Yep. It's the best writing, it's the best show. Everything about it is just, I mean, it, it, I can't believe how long it took him to the live action television. Yeah. And like episodic television. It's it kind of blows my mind. But they, they, they arrive with style, they have big moments that you want to watch. Like, dude, Luke Skywalker showing up, that was like the equivalent to The Undertaker showing up from out of nowhere on like, right. like hearing the <laughs> gong. The freaking lightsaber comes out. <laughs> And he just starts, I mean, he starts yeah. wrecking those freaking joints, yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. Just wrecking them. And he's just right, like, this guy would lose Skywalker. And the only Jedi powerful enough to do that. Freaking, he's got the black robe on. I was like, this is like a freaking Undertaker return. That's what this feels like right now. And this is awesome, dude. And I said, I freaking, I was, when you see Luke Skywalker, it's just freaking gets you pumped up, dude. Like, he's yeah. the fucking Jedi. Now... What happens to the child? I think we're going to, like, obviously the child is not in episodes 9, 10, 11, right? Or, I'm sorry, not um, 8, 9, 10, or whatever. No, he's not in the child, the Grogu, which is Grogu is his name, we found out. And I think this is the end of the... 8, 9, 10. 7, 8, 9. 7, 8, 9, yeah. Sorry, 
I don't. I don't. I think this is the end of the Grogu Mandalorian story arc in the show The Mandalorian. Like, I think The Mandalorian's gonna go go off in a different and kind of follow the the battle for Mandalore after this. I I think think it's gonna be Boba verse. I think it's gonna be Boba. Oh, Boba's getting his own show. Yeah, but I think I no. It's called The Mandalorian. The book, the, book of of, the book of Boba Fett. Oh, that's going to be a part of the Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but I thought also, that was a completely separate show. Nope. Also, they're coming out with an Obi Wan Kenobi series, and that also that could tie and, in with the child, and yeah. also a um, what's the dude's name from the, the last? Chi- no, Cassian. An Obi Wan wouldn't tie in. That'd be really because that's in between episodes three and four. <laughs> so that would be a stretch if okay. they tied Grogu in with Obi Wan. Because it's you and McGregor playing Obi Wan, so it's got to right, be right. guys. There's a there's but a Darth Jar Jar Anakin's, show. The Anakin's shut up, John. Anakin's <laughs> coming back as um as Darth Vader though for right. the Obi Wan show. Obi Wan, cool. but yeah, what, what's Hayden Christensen's coming back as right? As, as really, Darth. he's playing. He's yeah, going to be in the suit. Signed for that. I'm assuming it's still going to be James Earl Jones voicing it, but it, he's but Hayden Christensen's going to be in the suit for the Obi Wan. James Earl Jones still alive. Is, and isn't the, the original Darth Vader? He passed away, didn't he? Um, yes. David yes. Krause, is that his name? My Holy shit, right? James Earl Jones is still alive. Yeah, James Earl Jones yeah. is still going, dude. 89. Dude, we have Darth Vader as long as he's kicking. I'm, yeah. I'm sure someone else could do a Darth Vader voice yeah. once he passes away. Now, who who was the, the Han Solo type character in the the last three episodes? Cassian? Uh, Poe. Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron? Yeah. Oh, po- okay. Who who's Cassian? Because they're coming that's, out with an, I believe that's another from, uh, series. Rogue One. Wasn't he Rogue One Cassian? Wasn't he the main character in Rogue One? Oh, when he was he was only again. in Rogue One though, right? I think so. You're so that's why they kind of have a spinoff series with him. Okay, that's okay. why. I th- okay. Yeah, Poe. Poe is. I'm mistaken kind of him like for Poe. Yeah, Poe's cool. I mean, we were just watching episode nine last night, and speaking of Jar Jar, we're at the end God. when when Ray's down with Palpatine mm-hmm. and all these Sith Lords are surrounding him. Right. It's like all those others. I'm like, dude, imagine one of them was Jar Jar. I would fucking die. <laughs> right. I would have died if one of those Sith Lords was Jar Jar Banks. <laughs> Jar Jar. I think Jar Jar is a Sith Lord, and I have a feeling the, they'll do that. The Jar Jar is a Sith Lord? <laughs> yeah. He's, oh, it'd be so funny. Anyways. But yeah, when Luke, I mean, that just tied uh, this whole season of The Mandalorian. I mean, I thought the first season was amazing, and this mm-hmm. season comes out, and it's just. Uh, it, John Favreau, man. Sha- John yeah, Favreau. Favreau, man. They do it. He does a great job of make of making Star Wars new, and and still having the charm of what Star Wars already is. That's why The Mandalorian's so great. John Favreau. That, yeah. He's a genius. Yeah, it's freaking. We were just watching speeches of John Favreau. We were watching Elf the other night. <laughs> uh, Elf's great. That's right. He's the doctor, right? He's also the director. He's the director too. Yeah, but yes, yeah. yeah. Happy Hogan and Iron Man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. So everybody should. I mean, I think most most Star Wars fans, obviously, all Star Wars fans are watching The Mandalorian. But if you were to get into Star Wars, I mean, I would almost say The Mandalorian is the place to start at this point. Because I think it's the easiest thing to get into of all yeah. everything in that Star Wars canon universe, and I'm including you know A New Hope and the original trilogy. I think the easiest thing for someone who's never watched Star Wars before to get into Star Wars would be to watch The Mandalorian, the first two seasons. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. I I can totally totally agree with that. Yeah, 
me though, I'm I'm going all in. I'm going back to episode one, Phantom Menace, and watching them straight through in order. I want to watch both seasons of The Mandalorian again too. Mm-hmm. Like I want to watch season one. Um, again. I'm going to include that in in this too because I'm gonna I'm gonna watch. This is the timeline. You I can got. knock that out in two days. Two, I think you can. I got. Yeah, you can Fan- knock that out in two days. Well, it's going to be Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, which is episode two. Okay. Then I'm going to go to Star Wars: The Clone Wars. The movie, or are you to watch the show. The the show. Then it's I going to take a while, man. That's a long. It's like 2008 to 2014, but then you have to watch Rebels. Rebels, and there's also Resistance that just came out. That just came out as well. Yep. So yeah, I'm gonna go and all you're, in. You're gonna. I mean, you can watch all those. It's good, but getting there, that's what's gonna get you to deep dive into the rest of the characters of right. Star Wars universe. Yeah, because there's even people on like I said, I've never watched the shows, so like. You know, I didn't know Moff Gideon until Mandalorian, you know. Right. I didn't Same know Ahsoka because I'd watched a movie, but I, 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 or at least I didn't remember Moff Gideon. Right. You know? Right. I didn't know who he was. Just knew exactly who he was. And there was somebody, there's other people I know in the Mandalorian. There's other characters that are also from the Clone Wars that I probably don't even know are from the Clone Wars, you know. Right. So I, mean, I, I never, put never saw I haven't Clone put Wars. it together yet because I haven't right. watched it. Yeah. 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 The only, like, spinoff that I've seen... Uh, from Star Wars was uh, Ro- Rogue One. Fucking Rogue One. Is I, great, I haven't dude. seen anything. I, I, I never saw Solo. I haven't Sol- seen a <laughs> Solo movie. Um, it was funny. So Grill and I just did Getting Grilled with with a friend of um, Kate Ortiz, Kate Ortiz mm-hmm. who's a songwriter and a friend of mine who I work at Lake House with. And she's also a big Star Wars fan. And when we were talking about Solo once, she told me it should have been called Star Wars A Chewbacca Story. <laughs> Because <laughs> Chewie is just for legit the real star of the movie, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's pretty much like you learn like, wow, this whole series, that whole like the whole Star Wars is nothing without Chewbacca and R two D two. They're all screwed yep. without those two characters. Yep, they're all they're all be dead by now without those. Guys, two. I got to be honest yeah. with you, I flipped out more when R two came on yep. to the scene. Oh yeah, that was awesome too. R two on the Mandalorian. That's then, right. Then when I'm I'm a big droid guy because you know me, I'm, I I like techie stuff. And R two like, can understand them too. Yep. Right. Yeah. See, the, I I like the characters of C three PO and R two D two because they have been the the constant characters in every Star Wars film or or show since like since Episode one. I feel like R two D two, if I'm not mistaken, has been in every movie except the first one. No, he he See, he he was in the first one, in episode one. Just, I guess is he in he, episode one? He was the only droid that made it through the the barricade and saved the whatever their ship was called. And right, that's what, oh, right. And, and Queen Amidala, what what what's the droid's name? R two D two, your highness. And then boom, that was it. Right, 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 right. You're absolutely right. I, I blocked the Phantom Menace out. I'm sorry. Yeah. And, I'm, and I know three PO has <laughs> been in all the movies too. Yeah, he's been in, all, he, in episode he's one. Been in all nine also. It was when Anakin was building him. I, I just saw him, this yeah. last night. That's why I know it's all fresh in my head. Yeah, but so it's crazy. I, I'm pretty sure three PO has been in all nine also. Mm-hmm. Anakin's a little bitch. Yeah, Anakin. So you're gonna hate Anakin Skywalker, dude. Well, I, I, I I've seen one too, but I've I've only okay. seen them once. Like I, I because I wasn't a fan of, oh. I didn't go back to watch them. Yeah, you're gonna remember. Well, three's good. Yeah, but now I want to go back and watch them all. As I said, the tr- it turns with about a half an hour left in episode two. From mm-hmm. there on out, I I enjoy the prequel. So it's right. like I hate the first half of the prequels, and I like the second half. That's, that's right. the best way to look at it. Because yeah. episode three is a good movie. Mm-hmm. That's a badass lightsaber fight at the end between fucking Anakin and, and Obi-Wan. And badass. Obi-Wan, that's probably, yeah. probably the best lightsaber fight they've ever done. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Good drama. Awesome. But yeah. 
Mandalorian, uh, awesome show. If you haven't done it, if you haven't got a chance to watch it on Disney Plus, I recommend it. Definitely go binge watch uh, seasons one and two. Let us know what you think. So, guys, in lieu of the holiday season and uh, Hanukkah and Christmas, let's talk about some gets. What what did we get this Christmas? I'll I'll start. I got an Apple Watch. I got a Garmin watch. (laughs) (laughs) I have an Apple Watch, but I'm not wearing it. Those of you you listening, because you're only listening, Bones and I legitimately put our our forearms up like superheroes at the same time to show off our new watches. Um, actually, oh, but uh, not bones. Uh, Haas, I got your Garmin request. Oh, that's, oh. that's yeah, it's you and Steve Slinsky are my only. I, I, I don't have a Garmin watch. Grilled. Steve Slinsky also getting grilled fame. Yep, <laughs> I don't have a Garmin watch, I have a Garmin bike computer. So, nice. oh, yeah, see, I got the one. So, yeah, so gentlemen, just so you know, the uh, the sun will be setting at 4 36 today. Um, let's see what else we got today. Um, yeah, see, I can't do all that. My, yeah, I'm still my blood pressure my, uh... is 113 over 65. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's wow. low. Yeah, yeah. That's you good. Be, you must be very chill right now. I am chill. I'm Today's a, a chill day. So far, I've taken 874 steps today. Nice. <laughs> awesome. It, well, is, I... it is currently 33 degrees in Asbury Park. <laughs> I got to tell you guys about this one awesome gift that I got from Fourth Wall Pop Network's very own DJ Matty G. Um, he sent Wade and I both gifts, and I'm assuming Wade got the same one. I'm hoping I don't let the cat out of the bag because Wade is in Florida and hasn't seen the gift yet because it was shipped to his house here. Stop Wade, Wade, stop listening Wade, right Wade, now. Wade, Wade, Wade spoilers, shut the episode spoilers. off now. Spoilers. Fast forward two minutes. Don't shut it off. Hold your ears just for hold about your ears. two minutes. Earmuffs, earmuffs. As you can hear Bones is panicking over here, telling you to stop listening. <laughs> la, 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 la. But... The shock that I got when I saw the box and how I popped for this. Um, Amanda and I came home from wherever we were the other night. And she goes, hey, there's a box up here. It's a package for us. I said, cool, put it on the kitchen counter. I walk in and she has it standing up where I can read the top. What does it say? JR's Barbecue. Oh. Yeah. It was a fucking box set with a wooden cutting board, three different barbecue sauces, Dry seasoning rub, mustard, and an autographed Damn. copy of Under the Black Hat. Oh my god. Jim Ross, the voice of wrestling. Very cool. His most recent book. Very cool. All right. What All right. a cool solid gift. To check that out. is a solid Matty gift. Maddie G. Well done, dude. That, so DJ Maddie G, my brother, thank you so much for that amazing, amazing gift. I popped. Sorry, I just totally turned away from the microphone. I popped so hard when I saw that. And Amanda's exact words were, she's like, that's the reaction you need to have when you get gifts like this. Yeah. And I, So, Matty G, thank you, brother, so much. Very, very thoughtful. Go ahead, Dan. What did you get? I had two legit mark-out moments. Mm-hmm. So, the first one is actually is a, is a, is a funny story. So, last Wednesday... I'm going to go get my gifts. <laughs> While you do this, I'll be right back. So last Wednesday, and if you, if you follow me on Instagram, I just made a post about these, uh, these couple of these gifts uh, earlier this morning. I'm watching Tottenham, and they're playing a League Cup tie against Stoke City, and they came out in these green jerseys. And you know, Tottenham, you know, obviously soccer clubs, they always have crazy road jerseys. They have so many different colors. They're trying to sell, they're trying to sell merch. Right. <laughs> 
you know. So they come out in these green kits, and I text my buddy Zach, who John was referencing before, and I said, <laughs> hey, man, is it wrong that I love these green kits? Like, I think they look awesome. And he goes, no, they do look really cool, man. They do look really cool. I'm like, yeah, it's awesome. It's on Wednesday. Watched that match. I had to work. I had to work later that afternoon. So I'm in work. One of my students, another shout-out to my student, Kevin, and his mom, Lori, who works down at the soccer post in, in uh in Eaton Town or whatever town that is down by Monmouth Mall. And uh, he comes in. He's like, here, man, Merry Christmas. And it's a gift bag. And I look inside the gift bag, and all I see is a green sleeve. And then pull out <laughs> this Gareth Bale kit. And straight yes. up, t- I was just talking about earlier in the day yes. with my buddy. And, yep. I sent, and I sent it to... And I send a picture to, to Zach, and I go, dude, you are not going to believe what one of my students just gave me for Christmas. <laughs> That's awesome. So that was a mark out. And my other mark out, so um, for years, I've wanted a retro New Jersey Devils Ken Danico throwback to the red and green, like, old 80s jerseys that they used to wear. Um, I don't know if you remember those bones, the Devils old uniforms. The Christmas the jersey. The they look at kind of like Christmas, yep, stickle, Christmas tree jerseys. Yep. Anyways... So, I've always wanted one, and we I've never been able to find one. I know my wife, and and my and, and I know my mother-in-law's looked in the past too, to to, to find one. So finally, uh, she told me it was on eBay. My mother-in-law stumbled across one. Not only did she stumble across a Ken Danico jersey, it is a signed oh wow Ken Danico jersey. Yeah, with the Mister Devil moniker on it. Dude, I when you sent me that picture, that I grill marked out when I sent him the picture. I marked out at your <laughs> gift. Yeah, so I finally have one. I'm going to get a frame for it, and I'm only going to wear it, like, if I go to games or something. Mm. Shit, I wouldn't wear that. You're better That's than me. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I want I, I want to I, I want to show it off too. That's the problem. Know, it's like, right. That's been the big question. Is like how I, I want to show this off, but I also don't want to wear it ever. See, <laughs> see, I would frame. I would that would, that'd be framed. That'd be a frame. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to frame it, and then and when I want to take down, where I'll just take the frame down and I'll wear it. I legitimately might wear this thing, like, you know, and I won't wear it to every game. I'm sure I'm going to get other Devil's jerseys that I'll want to wear to games, but it's pretty exciting. So those are my two biggest markout gifts. Uh, the watch was really cool. I got a bunch of hiking stuff, too, you know. I, I get my usual hiking gear, lots of new yep. socks and all that good stuff. I got some waterproof socks I'm looking forward to trying out. Yeah, waterproof socks are the shit. Yeah. Looking forward to that. I got some, oh, I got some legit, like, freaking ice climbers, man. Yeah? Yeah, these are pretty cool. On. And then I'll and then we'll and then I'll pass it over to you. Some like legit crampons, dude, for my shoes, dude. He's got like dude, those yeah, crampons oh, are nice. awesome, dude. Yeah, dude. So like I can do, I can start getting into some like you know, I can start getting close. I I, I do want to get into some legit like mountaineering one day. I'll never get into rock climbing, but I'm definitely interested in mountaineering, like some low level mountaineering. Hey, you don't want to recreate the movie Cliffhanger, dude. <laughs> I don't, any. Any any thoughts of rock climb I ever had is went away when I went to El Cap and I stood at the base of El Capitan and I looked up and I was like fuck that <laughs> <laughs> that's bullshit like like like, like fucking that's, that's just that's just that's just bullshit dude <laughs> um the dude who freaking in free solo I don't know why his name's escaping me right now Alex Honnold like fuck him dude he's crazy <laughs> climbing that shit with no ropes even the people who climb it with ropes. So I'll stop at mountaineering. Mountaineering looks like it's actually fun with the pickaxing and having mm-hmm. the, the proper foot gear. So I would like to get in there. I'd love to do the mountaineers route at Mount Whitney one day, which is the other route to the top of Mount Whitney that we didn't take. Right. Shorter, but way more difficult. It's like this. Just straight the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> that mountain's awesome. like a man. 
<laughs> so, John, what'd you get for Hanukkah? So I, uh, so Hanukkah uh, didn't do much this year just because uh, I couldn't really see my family and stuff. Uh, got a, got a, f- a few really cool things, uh, but uh, I tell you, Jess, Jess and that side of family, we kind of went all out. We had our, our Christmas yesterday. Um, and I got to tell you, I got all my bases covered. I got uh, this really cool Pearl Tech Tool, 13 tools in, in a, for drummers. I've always oh, wanted nice. one of these. Oh, that's pretty sweet. It's a uh, whole bunch of screwdrivers, a drum key, uh, some stuff, you know, because stuff breaks on drums all the time. And of course, because it's a drummer, always has a bottle opener. And it's orange, my favorite color. Um, let's see. Aren't what you else? Glad you're not a banana. What? <laughs> Aren't you glad you're not a banana? Aren't you glad you're a douchebag? Um, oh my god. <laughs> so, uh, uh, really, like all bases covered. I got this cool modeling drill, so I don't have to use like my big power tools. Cool thing about this stuff, though, this company, this handy drill is not only do you use it to build, but you have to build the drill. Oh wow, that's pretty cool. To me, and, uh, and annoying at the same time. Nah, man. I got. <laughs> Dan, you'll be a pre- you'll appreciate this. I think I got J.K. Rowling's new book, The Ichabod. Oh, okay, nice. that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Let me know how that is. I will. I will. I got some Dungeons and Dragons stuff. Dude, I got a Harry Potter spell book, like a book with yeah. all the actual spells and wand movements and incantations. Oh, and um, and some of our Harry Potter. We have a whole Harry Potter library, so very happy. Um, I don't know if you guys do this or not, but I I got some drum some drum method books. That's all. Both my oh, nice. good people I, that I, I consider friends, Dom Famularo, very, very famous uh, drum drum teacher, and then uh, Stephen Chamberlain and Joe Bergamini, who Dan, I know. Uh, yeah, Joe Bergamini, I, I know you yeah, know Bones. I know Joe um, Bergamini. But uh, yeah, I mean, That's awesome. he's on the pedal control book. But uh, Sweet. this one, awesome. this one, Bones is good. This is this is weaker side. This book is. Uh, Getting your left hand as strong as your right, which Dan, since you're playing nice. drums a lot, you might want to take yeah, a look at this. Uh, absolutely, look at this uh, book. Yeah, um, I got some model railroad stuff. Nice. I got this awesome challah cookbook. Nice. Challah cookbook. Okay. Rising. <laughs> yeah. I like that. That's awesome. Yeah. I got a book on trains. A hundred years. A hundred trains. Nice. But uh, I kind of saved the best for last. I got, and I'm wondering if you guys remember these things. Just thinks I'm fucking, oh, f- oh, I forgot. I got a Grogu Pez dispenser. Nice. Uh, I got nice. a Grogu stuffed animal. I got it for Gabby. Guys, I got, I got the do you guys remember bubble. these? Oh, it's backwards. You probably can't see it. It's a Yomega brain. It is a Yomega brain. I don't know what that what is. What is that? You do know what it is. Because when we were kids, these things were like, oh, my God. Guys, the Omega Brain, I know you remember this. I, I know you do. You'd be surprised at this shit I don't remember, dude. Well, you had a... <laughs> it's a yo-yo. Oh, it's oh, a yo-yo. Auto oh, return but... yo-yo. I know what a yo-yo it is. is. Okay. <laughs> but finally, I think this is my best gift. And, you know, I got all this cool stuff and... Guys, I got Hulkamania socks. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> Sweet. My oh, my coolest wrestling get was probably um, so when I watched the Tyson Jones fight, I fell in love with all the roots of sports merchandise 
because that stuff those shirts are really nice. And they make this pretty awesome Andre the Giant oh, shirt. Nice. Oh, That's dude. Awesome. Yeah. And they also make this awesome Daryl Strawberry 1986 Mets shirt, which I wore yesterday, so it's in the laundry now, so I'll have to show it to you another time. But yeah, and the shirts are comfortable. You should definitely check them out. They were all over. I guess they had some sort of deal with Tyson or Tyson's involved with them, or maybe Rory Jones, one of them's involved with them. But Roots of Sport, man. They have good Bret Hart shit, too. Awesome. Yeah, good Bret Hart shit. Yeah, a lot of like, it's like, it's like, it's it's like a, it's like cool pop culture. I don't know. I can't really describe it. I also I got to talk about my my I got a new pedal board to talk about my boy. I took a bunch nice. of Russo. I had like two hundred dollars of Russo gift card money, and I bought a uh, nice. new pedal board and a new nice. uh, Mr., Mr., got a Mr. Black Chorus pedal. Nice. So yeah, so I upgraded awesome. the board a little bit. Nice. Um, I, I didn't get any anything wrestling for Christmas this year, which was other than those socks. I didn't either. Yeah, yeah me neither. I, I got. Oh, I got a cool. Um, I, I sent it to the fourth wall group thread. I got a cool Motorhead Triple H shirt. Like, oh, it's nice. a Motorhead shirt that's kind of, like, cross-branded with, like, Triple H's, like, Motorhead branding. Nice, nice. Yeah. I, I got a lot of percussion gifts this year. Amanda did really good. I got... First, I got Zildjian cufflinks and a tie pin. Damn. Which is pretty cool. Um, I got a T-shirt that is the Godfather logo. So, you know, where it says the Godfather with the hand holding, like, the, 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 the marionette sticks for the puppet but it says uh -huh. the percussionist in place of the godfather <laughs> that's amazing that's and it was cool. great I, I that's in the wash i wore the other day and I, I went to bed with the shirt on turned the lights off we both realized that it fucking glows in the dark too <laughs> i got that i got a mug that says percussionist bang better Oh my god yeah you would totally own that. oh no oh, i forgot i got a great mug from jess the mug is uh it's got a menorah on it. I posted a picture. It's just getting lit. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I got, I got a getting lit, and then there was something. So, oh, she got me decaf flavored coffee by my favorite. This company makes the best flavored coffee, and they just started making it in decaf. Dude, speaking Bones of Bones coffee, coffee. Bones coffee, everyone. My brother, who lives in Naples, Italy, my brother and my sister-in-law sent Amanda and I an espresso coffee pot like mm. a legit biatelli espresso coffee pot with three Ooh. canisters of fresh ground italian coffee oh italian yeah espresso. there you go son that that's was so awesome we got the real shit that's the good shit right there good you know for you. and speaking of food um back for thanksgiving when amanda and i made a big thanksgiving dinner i did this awesome antipasto but i don't have any like platter dishes so i went to like wegman's got like a a, a a six pack of or nine pack of like the plastic ones and we sent the picture to my future in-laws on thanksgiving so my future in-laws got me a char cuttery board for christmas for whenever Ooh. i do my big antipas now i have a big a better presentation and amanda got me a pair of wooden spoons because i always say we don't have any wooden spoons in the kitchen but my wooden spoons double as drumsticks. I have those. Oh, I have cool. those. Those are awesome. I had a that's student cool. buy those for me once. That's pretty funny. Yes, those are pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Spurs shirt I'm wearing was a Christmas gift. Is the throwback to their 1962 cup winning season. Nice. Uh, the number on the back is the number eight. It was worn by a gentleman named John Watt. And... Uh, <laughs> wish for you. And, um, what did you say? So uh, he was, was a, he was he was a 
he was an attacking, he was like a midfielder for Spurs and a very good, very integral part to their squad in the early 60s. But he tragically died in 1964. He got struck by lightning playing golf. What? Wow. No yeah, way. Well, so that like, actually I, I, happened? I, bought this, I just bought this. I saw, dude, I saw the night. I got it. And I bought this. I, 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 put, I asked Gabby. It was on my Christmas list. and had the number eight. And I'm like, oh, I wonder who wore number eight for Tottenham in 1962. So when I did my research. That's what I came up with, John White. And he was a good football player. He was an important part of the team. Um, he almost kind of sounded like a, and I might be wrong, no, wait, Tom, he almost sounded like a Christian Eriksen type, you know, where someone who created a lot of goals but could also score when necessary. Um, or Moussa Dembele type, maybe a little more defensive. I don't know. I never, I, I don't, I wasn't alive. I couldn't really tell you that thoroughly. Right. I, I can't analyze 19, early 60s football that much, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But what I did learn was in 1964, he died on hiding seeking shelter under a tree while playing golf and because a thunderstorm rolled through. Holy shit, dude. Yes, yeah, great. 27 years old. Wow. So, yeah. So I, I don't know if that's why they choose number eight to like kind of in, in memoriam to him, you know, it, uh, the company, some English company recreates these. There's like an English equivalent to like Mitchell and Ness, I believe that mm-hmm. kind of does these vintage things. So, but I got Mitchell this. Mitchell and do some great stuff. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear this today. It's Tottenham play at two fifteen against Bulls. Nice. And the Giants are gonna be on at the same time, so I'm gonna have like the computer and the television setup type thing going. Nice. Yeah, well, we have to, we have to go to the soccer post, man. I need a new Tottenham sweatshirt. We gotta go see your your students, mom. Absolutely. Yeah. Come down, say hello. Well, it's, I want to talk about stuff. the shirt that I'm wearing. I got this fresh pop culture one. collective T-shirt. One. Fresh from the fourth wall swag shop, which can oh, be found. The swag shop. The swag shop. Swag so you gotta go shop. to T E E dot P U B slash L I C slash fourth wall pop. I wish we had an easier what? uh website <laughs> address, but it's T public slash fourth wall pop, but it's T dot pub dot slash lick slash fourth wall pop. Haven't been able to what, make what? it an easier address. We will have okay. we will share um, the link is, on our social media. You, guys, I, I totally say, forgot. What happens when you, can, you just Google search it? Like, can we just Google search like fourth wall for pop or fourth wall pop? Like, uh, what happens when you Google search? Does it come up at the see, top? Let's please? see. Fourth wall pop. Guys, I totally forgot about a present I got. Merchandise. What'd you get, dude? Merch. So, you guys know I've been into cameras for my whole life because my yep. father and grandfather. So my uncle sent me his film camera, which we talked about. But um, one, someone got me this awesome – check this out. This awesome case for all my, my Canon film gear, and it all fits in there. Very oh, cool, nice, dude. nice. I can't Very tip it cool. anymore because it will all fall out. But Yeah. I got an awesome case too. I got a new base case, but I also – Dan, are you like me, man? Do you like geek out over like cases for like instruments and stuff? like organs? Oh, but I have – I have two I have- Two bass, three bass soft cases, one acoustic guitar soft case, a mandolin soft case, a Strat hard case, the yeah, Thunderbird dude. hard case. I have a Les Paul hard case. I have. I think we have. I think case. we have a case fetish, man. Like, I like well, putting I things like, in I, cases. Well, I have the hard cases from touring. Yeah. And I have the soft cases because no one wants to carry a hard case around if they're not touring and going to a gig. Every, also, I, everything has to be in a case for me. I also got a gig for or a case. That helps keep things smell proof. I have one of those. 
Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 it helps Dude. keep things things smell proof. Things that are now legal in New Jersey smell proof. Ah, uh, not yes. yet. Not yet. A couple more days. Uh, legal I, I need one of those because my desk drawer stinks right now. But I, <laughs> <laughs> whoops. Did I say that on, on air? Oh, hold on, guys. My my cat is now <laughs> creeping on me from behind my computer. Dude, oh, my cat's been yelling the whole time because no one's out. <laughs> So anyway, fam, back to what I was saying about the T Public. I don't know how to make it an easier uh, web address yet. We're working on it, so follow the link on our social media. But it's t.public slash fourth wall pop. And there was another slash in between the B and the L in public. So t.pub slash lick slash fourth wall pop. The slashes are underscores. Backslash. Backslashes. Slash. Slash. <laughs> slash. Why is, why, is, why, why are T Publics don't like like website names so, so like ridiculous? I don't know. I wish it was easier. Or you can go to tpublic.com slash user slash fourth wall pop hyphen network. It's too Guys. much to say. You know what? Just follow the link on our social media. There follow us at PC Collective Pod on Twitter and Instagram, and you'll find the link there. So I think with that being said. That's all the time we have for today. So, fans, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the special holiday extravaganza episode of the Pop Culture Collective. Uh, Again, check us out on social media at PC Collective Pod. Follow the Fourth Wall Pop Network at Fourth Wall Pop on Twitter, at Fourth Wall Pop Network on Instagram. Be on the lookout uh, on our social media for some big things happening in 2021. We're going to have the launch of our YouTube channel. We're going to start getting into producing video content for your viewing and listening pleasure. Uh, again, we have our merchandise store. Follow the link to T Public to check out your fourth wall swag today. Johnny, Doc, any last words you want to say before we sign off? Uh, rest, in, rest in peace, John Huber. Rest in peace, John Huber. I'm starting a new segment right now, right at the end of the show. It's called Quick Takes. Here's a quick take. Yes or no? Elf, great holiday movie. Yes. Legendary. Yes, just watched it yesterday again for the third time. Great. No discussion on it, except they found people that don't like it. Cool. All right, bye. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. With that being said... (laughs) I'm a Jew, and it's the best movie ever. (laughs) With that being said, once again, that's all we have for today. I'm JC Bones. He's Johnny Grill. He is Doc Haas. We are the Adam Sandler says, he's Jewish. (laughs) We are the PCC, and we will see you next year. Right, James Conn's in the office all night. He is. Yes, Join the dark order. Yeah.